Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. What's up, bar folks? I'm coming real quick with an announcement. Today, October the 10th, we have a giveaway for a conference in Greenville, South Carolina. Here we stand, hosted by Second Presbyterian Church. Make sure you go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Find that picture that says bar giveaway. Repost it. Tag us. Hashtag here we stand 2017 for your chance to win a free pass to this awesome conference. You don't want to miss it. Do it now, October the 10th. Because I will be picking the winner at midnight tonight. Don't hesitate. Don't wait. Don't miss out. Enjoy the bar. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat. And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, welcome to the the Reformation, yeah. The bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building. Right back in here, another bar episode. Your favorite podcast coming through your speakers, your earbuds, and all that good stuff. And it is the month of October, and man, I'm super excited about October. Um, you guys know, uh, most of you guys know that this is the 500 years of Reformation, as well as uh, for the bar, we're celebrating um, kind of my transition out of the charismatic word of faith world into uh, Calvinism, sound theology sound doctrine and uh reform theology and part of that journey um first especially early on i ran across a a uh, a wonderful church um it's funny because when i found the church i didn't know a lot about it but later found out there was a lot of things and people connected um and i am blessed to have uh two of the uh leaders from that church uh we have uh mr rick how are you sir i'm fine wayne Good, good, good. And also, Mr. Mayo, how are you, sir? I am great, Dwayne. Good to be with you. Good stuff. Yes, sir. Good stuff. All right. So if you don't know who they are, their positions, I am going to give them the floor now to introduce themselves, tell who they are at the church and all of that good stuff. So I'm going to let Mayo, I'm going to let you start it off. And Rick, you jump right in right when he's finished. So Mayo, you can't be long-winded, okay? Understood, Dwayne. Dwayne, I'm an elder <laughs> at Second Presbyterian Church. 
which means that I serve along with uh, 18 other ruling elders and uh, three teaching elders here at the church uh, to care for God's people. For the last seven years, it's been my great privilege to work for Rick Phillips as the church administrator and facilitate ministry uh, for the staff and leadership. And I'm Rick Phillips. I'm the pastor of Second Presbyterian Church in Greenville. Your intro is a little bit shorter than Mel's. How uh, was that for not being good. <laughs> good stuff, man. So um, I guess I want to start off first um, with with uh, 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 Mel. I want to start with you just talking about, uh, let's, let's start with Second Prayers and kind of the the culture there, the, you know, uh, you know, you've been there a long time and just kind of talk about that as it, uh, transition into today. And then, uh, uh, right after that, I have a question for you, Rick, and we'll go from there. Okay. Dwayne, I like to say that second Presbyterian church in Greenville is an old church. It's a new church and it's a reformed church. And by that, I mean that we have roots that are 125 years old. We have been in this part of Greenville. Uh, serving the kingdom of God since 1892. In the last 40 or 50 years, the Lord has worked in a remarkable way within the lives, particularly of our ministers, but also our elders, to bring about an interest, not just in evangelical, but biblical and reformed things. And so in that sense, uh, Second Pres is part of many Protestant churches that are always reforming. And in recent years, particularly under Rick's ministry, the church has grown dramatically. And so there's a sense in which while we are both old and new, we are also reformed. And a good number of our people are new, not only to reformed understanding, but to faith in general. And so this is a Bible-believing congregation in the heart of Greenville that loves people, loves telling people about Jesus, and has a particular biblical and reformed point of view. Nice. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Hey, Rick, um, as far as coming in to this sounds like very rich history, um, what what were some of your first impressions uh, to this? Because I, I also, Rick, I want you to mention, you didn't do it in your, in your, in your intro, which is cool, but, uh, but I remember you telling me about 10th Prayers, so kind of kind of if you can melt that together and then we'll yeah. get into some well, other stuff. I think that both Second Presbyterian where I serve now and 10th Pres in Philadelphia uh where I was converted and where I was uh began my ministry as an evening preacher. Um they both are products of the same historical movement, namely old school presbyterianism and 10th Pres was built to be a bastion of uh northern old school presbyterianism and um and the same spiritual movement uh, that was a Princeton Seminary work uh, you have here the Columbia Seminary uh, influence of the of the 1800s, which was very similar to Princeton, was very organically connected the old school Presbyterian movement. So yeah, for me coming here, you know, I think I think the first thing we notice when we come to a church is the worship, and my wife and I felt immediately at home, and. Uh, it is the faith of our fathers. It is the the uh, the culture of the historic Presbyterian movement, and you know, and and church. And so, uh, I think that uh, one of the things that attracted us here was we so appreciated the the worship, uh, no doubt mm. because it was what we were used to, but also it's what we believed in. 
And so right, right. I think that when you first come to a church, one of the first, it's, it's kind of the theology of the worship and the, the, the practice of doxology. And so um, and I think when you come to a church, one of the hardest things to change is that. If you go to a church and you change its worship, get ready. I would know. Uh, and so um, <laughs> it was great to come to a church where I really embraced the whole culture of the church and its worship and also its philosophy of ministry, which is going to be a word-centered philosophy of ministry. So second and tenth, right. while not having a historic connection between the two, are manifestations of the same historic um, uh, spiritual movement. Gotcha, gotcha. That's that's legit. Yeah, I wanted to, uh, you know, get get that that side of it. Um, you know, uh, especially you know, like he's talking about the the northern um, experience as far as the southern. But it's it's really good to hear that the same kind of, uh, I guess, cultural worship is in both both places. Um, back yeah, to you, Mel. There was um, a distinct movement. Let me just say this way: there was a distinct movement. Yeah, uh, in the early 1800s called old school Presbyterianism. And so while there, you know, the civil war is what divided it. That's why there was a Northern and a Southern was because of the war. But, but it was, it was organically initially the same movement. And so in the old school, the Bible believers, the, the people who maintained the orthodoxy of reform, uh, confessions. And so, uh, the Northern old school, Southern old school is, is more of a product of later history, frankly. So, Hmm. but it's the same, wonderful uh church movement right wow did not know that okay well we 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 got to the civil civil war uh era uh man i'm I'm gonna get you to back it up a little bit further uh you know uh those that may be uh listening that that uh are you know looking at reform theology or thinking about it what what's this whole 500 thing uh that we keep talking about what what what's your I guess mini synopsis on that? Someone that may be listening is trying to figure out what we're talking about. Rick, why don't you start it, and then I'll maybe talk about why we <laughs> want to do a conference about it. Sure, we're gonna get there too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> five hundred years ago, coming out of uh, the medieval era, in which through the Roman Catholic Church the gospel had been greatly distorted and. Uh, uh, it, it, of course, it's never fully lost. The Holy Spirit keeps the gospel alive, but it was very uh, great confusion about the way of salvation. A lot of error, systematic error in the practice of the medieval church. But in the Renaissance, in the 1400s, you have a flowering of learning in Europe, and so you know throughout Europe in the major centers. Uh, you think of uh, Venice and those places, but also the Rhineland cities, Paris. You have universities, the economies are are producing a middle class, and suddenly the church, the Roman church, has the problem of educated people. And Mm -hmm. uh, scholars start doing Bible scholarship, and they start reading the original Greek and Hebrew, and and just really standards of education that we're really not familiar with today. And they discovered that the teaching of the church was... um, was not what the Bible taught. Martin Luther, in one of his 1521 books, described it as the Babylonian captivity of the church, that the church was in, was forced in away from the Bible, and they were recovering the Bible. And so, hmm. it's not just Martin Luther. We, we think of 
uh, October 31st, 1517, where he nailed the 95 Theses to the Wittenberg Chapel door. But actually, there was right. a broader movement. As is, you know, when you have a real work of God, it's never just one thing. It's only a big thing. There's a whole bunch of uh, uh, joined, but 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 they're not actually caused by each other. As Huldrych Zwingli in Zurich begins preaching from the Bible in 1518, and they have a massive Reformation in Zurich. Um, so there was a recovery in the Church of the Bible and of the preaching of the Bible, and of the authority of the Bible. That was really the first issue. And the Reformation stands for its first principle, which we call sola scriptura, which is that Mm -hmm. the scripture alone is the authority over the consciences of men. And that is a revelation. Of course, you know, the church needs a reformation today. The uh, evangelical church needs a reformation today. Because what a difference (laughs) it makes when you say what Luther does. Let's, Let's make the Bible the standard of our faith and practice. Let's let's have Christ rule through his word. And of course that mm-hmm. put him in direct and radical conflict with the Roman church, which had established the, the Pope and the Curia over the scripture. The other issue was the way of salvation. And uh, the Roman Catholic Church then, and by the way, nothing has changed in terms of these doctrinal issues <laughs> today. The Roman right. Catholic Church had the people in bondage and ignorance, keeping them from the gospel, uh, causing them to look to other things for their salvation. And once Luther discovered the gospel through um, through through the Bible, he was outraged at the way the church was foisting upon the people with great economic gain to the church, false systems of salvation. And in fact, the reason why the Reformation is October 31st is because the next day was All Saints Day. Halloween mm-hmm. is All Hallows' Eve. And that All Saints Day was the Super Bowl Sunday of the ancient relic system, when everybody came out and paid money to venerate some dead saint's bones and hoped to get out of purgatory. And Luther was so upset both by the exploitation of the people materially, but that they're being that the, the gospel's being denied. And so uh the authority of scripture and uh the just the justification through faith alone in Jesus Christ. Those were the key issues uh, that really motivated the Reformation. You know, what is our authority, and how do how are we saved? Those are kind of big questions. Right. And and the sad thing is, I I've seen a bunch of articles recently to show that well, Protestants don't really know what the Reformation teaches. That is true, but but the issues are just as important today. Uh is or is not the Bible God's word, which has authority over everything else, and how is the soul saved? Uh, and uh, you know, the church in our time, the, the broader evangelical movement at least, has largely been building its own little empires and all different forms of false gospels that promote the wealth and prosperity of the church and its prestige but are leading the people astray. So as we're heading the 500th Reformation, 500th anniversary of the Reformation, we're in a situation that needs Reformation almost as badly right. as the Roman Catholic Church did back then. So that's my not short answer. And, and Rick... <laughs> no, and, that's fine. And De- yeah, and, and Rick and Dwayne, it, it's, it's also something that even a non-Christian culture recognizes as one of the most significant things that has happened not just in the church but in the world in the last thousand years, say. There there was a mm-hmm. poll by Time magazine a few years ago 
and Martin Luther was called the third most significant person in the last 500 years. And just last night, I watched with my 12-year-old boy the public television uh, special on Martin Luther, and he said to me, Dad, is this really somebody who told the Pope and the most powerful emperor in the world that they were wrong? And I said, yes, son, that this is what Martin Luther did. And he said, how could he do that? And I said, because he believed the Bible was true. And that's at Mm. the very heart of what the Protestant Reformation is. It's that we're going to trust God and his word as being more significant than any pope or church council or even a worldly prince uh, says about God and man. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's very true. And one of the many reasons why, you know, I was, uh, I guess you could say, drawn to it. Um, my listeners know coming out of the charismatic world, you know, all you got to do is say God said or you heard or you had a dream or whatever. And and no matter if it lined up with scriptures, uh, people would move. And that started not sitting well with me. Um, and and that's what led me to start studying scriptures myself. Um, and, and I want to put this out there for those that may be wondering uh, how I found Second Prayers and Rick and Mel. Uh, actually, it was on RefNet, uh, a record that I always uh, tell you guys about the the Ligonier uh, radio app. And um, and he was uh, Pastor Rick was up there preaching, and I was really enjoying it. And and I, I googled the name and found out he was in Greenville, and and came and checked them out a couple of Wednesdays, uh, and definitely enjoyed the fellowship um, that I had with you guys. So, uh, Mel, let, let's talk about uh, what you kind of mentioned, uh, what we got coming up in our area. Uh, I'm glad you said that too, Mel, because I got to make sure I drop this uh, prior to. <laughs> don't want to don't want to lo- upload this right. after the conference right. after we had this big, you know, whatever. So, yeah, let, let's let's begin talking about that. Well, Dwayne, thank you for those words, and and thank you for pursuing uh, God's word and and being willing to go where it leads you. May may we all be men and women of conviction and trust yes, in God's word as being sufficient uh, for our every need. Um, because of our love for what God has done through the Reformation, Doctor Phillips and Second Press has started an annual Reformation conference. And this year, it'll be October 13th through the 15th at Second Presbyterian Church. We're a block off of South Main Street. If any of your listeners have ever visited our lovely city here, they'll know the the beautiful Falls Park and the Liberty Bridge. We're literally Mm -hmm. a block away from that in downtown Greenville. And this fall, October 13th through 15th, uh, Rick Phillips has invited Ligon Duncan and Harry Reeder, well-known ministers of the gospel. Uh, Ligon Duncan is the chancellor and CEO of Reformed Theological Seminary, which has campuses all over the country. And Harry Reeder is the beloved pastor of the historic Briarwood Church in Birmingham, Alabama. And this year, our theme will be justification by faith alone. Here we Mm -hmm. stand, the Greenville Conference on Reformed Theology. And it's an ideal conference to come to whether you know about your faith or whether you want to learn more about your faith. Mm -hmm. And one of the things Rick has always said about these particular conferences that we do is that we want to exhaust the subject and we want to try to answer every question that a typical person might have about what is justification by faith alone. So we would encourage your listeners 
uh, to go to herewestandgreenville.org, herewestandgreenville.org, and then forward slash register. And that'll get you to uh, the registration page, and you can also see a lot of information about schedules and speakers. We're bringing a bookstore to the church for the event, so it'll be a wonderful opportunity to load up on good Christian resources. We're also going to have a, a banquet and a special music program Friday night. And the conference takes place within the middle of fall for Greenville in downtown Greenville, one of the great oh, wow. uh, city festivals in the upstate. And so come to our church, uh, enjoy the event, and then literally walk out onto Main Street and enjoy the music and beverage mm-hmm. and, and city life of downtown Greenville. Wow, that's pretty awesome. I didn't know that was the same weekend. Nice. Yeah, it's gonna be a great Yeah, we'll weekend. definitely uh Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, we're we're definitely gonna have the uh the link in the show notes so you guys can click on it and register. I know I have uh more than a handful of, of uh awesome listeners in the Greenville area. And even if you're not, please feel welcome to uh to come and join us. Uh I will be there. Um as well. I know I'm not listed among, you know, Lingan Duncan and, and the other guys. So <laughs> but still I'll be there. So definitely a good incentive to come and check us out. So um as far as uh uh Pastor Rick, what what kind of inspired uh doing a conference in this area? Yeah. Uh is this, this something that was on your heart or what how do we get here to, to, to doing that? Yeah. Yeah, my home church is 10th Presbyterian Church in Philadelphia. I had the privilege of working closely with James Boyce, who founded the Philadelphia Conference on Reformed Theology 40 years ago. And when he, when he first did it, the Philadelphia Inquirer did an interview with him as to why would anybody want to come to a conference on Calvinism? And uh, <laughs> Boyce's, Boyce, one of Boyce's answers were interesting. He says, you know, wherever you have these doctrines proclaimed, God has worked with great power. And when you see the real revivals, the real works of God that have been legitimate and enduring, these are the truths that are that are found with it. Certainly, the Great Awakening and and uh, uh, so much of the missions movement. People think that Calvinism is opposed to missions. Actually, most of the great right. missions works were Calvinistic. And uh, and and Boyce talks about how these are the this is where these are the doctrines through faith in which you gain great spiritual power. And so. Um, mm. I've actually, when Dr. Boyce died, I became chairman of that conference. And so every year I'm traipsing around various cities, and we had done it here. Um, okay. But uh, we decided, uh, so I've been doing the, the Philadelphia Conference on Reformed Theology for a number of years. And we decided to do one in our church. And I think fall actually works better here, with the exception of college football. <laughs> so right, right. I, I hope it's a bye week for our away game for Clemson. <laughs> but, you know, I, I want to say this. We, we as a church need to lift up high the banner of God's Word. And That's we sit right. here and That's we right. go, oh, man, America's going down the tubes. And, you know, <laughs> uh, the, the seculars are taking over. Well, come on, y'all. Um, right. Uh, the 500th anniversary of the Reformation. You don't want your grandchild to say, "Where were you on the 500th anniversary of the Reformation?" <laughs> well, I was watching college football. Look, I love college football, but uh, uh, it, we we need to promote justification through faith alone. It does not. Do, do we not right, have right. Christian friends who need to hear that? You know, one of the great things because in Greenville, we're in a pretty mixed Protestant area. You, you have a lot of Baptists here. You have mm-hmm. uh, 
uh, the fundamentalist group uh, out of Bob Jones. And that gives mm-hmm. us a lot of people who believe in the Bible, but are inquiring about Calvinism, Reformed theology, right. even the Reformation. And so one of our mm-hmm. motives, I admit, is to create a place where people can come and hear from the Word of God preached these great truths, that they would get mm-hmm. biblical convictions on the most important issues. So we're just agitating for the gospel. You know, we're just, uh, we really believe that God will bless his word in our midst if we will exalt it. So that's what we're hoping wow. to do. It's also just a great time of fellowship and worship. You know, we basically worship and preach. And then I'm sure there's eating going on. It's hard church, Mel. There must be eating going on. So Yes, there will be eating going on. Yeah. And then we just said, let's do it in conjunction. We have this great, this great, uh, Fall for Greenville uh, event, with has, which probably has 200,000 people on the streets right. of, of our city. And it's pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. So uh, we've worked the schedule. So you do here Friday night, you do Saturday morning through lunch, and then you can go uh, uh, to Fall for Greenville, take the kids on the rides, or go out that afternoon, and then we'll finish the conference Sunday morning in the church. Well, that's that's awesome. That is awesome. I, I'm that is, I was going to ask you if time. you're coming, Dwayne. You are coming, though? Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Me, me, and, me and Mel, we we work something out. Yes, sir. We I'll, I'll be in the building. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Yes, sir. Hey, Mel. So, what what else is on your outline before I take my commercial break? <laughs> well, I, I I really want to just say uh, this is a conference for people who want to learn about where they came from, and frankly, the trustworthiness of the Bible and of evangelical Christianity. You know, Duane, everyone out there is saying to you subtly or directly, don't trust the church, don't trust Mm -hmm. the Bible, don't trust evangelical Christian religion. And I think a lot of people are believing that. And Rick has brought together a couple of people, Harry Reeder and Ligon Duncan, that will give you biblical reasons to ground your faith that will in turn help you to to live your life as a Christian. And I, this right. is there're going to be folks from all different kinds of churches in Greenville that'll be joining with us. You'll be most welcome if you come. Uh this is a church that really desires this conference to be for the whole region. And so I just want your folks who are listening to know that Second Perez loves the Bible. We love what we like to sometimes call big god theology. We're not afraid about mm. talking about the the deeper things of the Lord. This conference will take place in the context of a good meal, good friendship, and uh, everyone is welcome to come. Good stuff. All right, so right here, we're going to take a quick break for one of our sponsors. We'll be right back. Here we stand at Greenville Theological Conference, October 13th through the 15th. Join Second Presbyterian Church in Greenville, South Carolina, as they host their conference, Here We Stand. This year's theme, Justified by Faith Alone, with special guests Lingan Duncan, Harry Reeder, and Richard Phillips. To register, go to www.herewestandgreenville.org. All right, we're back, and I have on the phone uh, two distinguished gentlemen. Uh, I'll say that because I'll be seeing you guys' pictures, y- y'all with the bow ties and, and, and dressing nice <laughs> and suspenders. So uh, I- I'll give you I that title. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know. I-, I see you wear bow ties, though. Yeah, right? I do. I do. Contextualized ministry, yeah, my friend. 
Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. I, I do my homework. I do my research. <laughs> I love but I'm time. in here with <laughs> with Pastor Rick and, and, and Mel, and uh, we're talking about uh, Second Prayers, awesome church in Greenville, South Carolina, and they have an awesome conference coming up. Hoping to see you guys there. Um, and definitely, uh, you guys heard uh, uh, Pastor Rick's uh, statement. He loved bow ties. So if you want to bring him a bow tie to the conference, you know, uh, <laughs> let that be a gift. Uh, make sure you uh, you hook him up have with that. Let my wife check but, it out for right. Let my wife oh, okay. that she's looking for me to wear it first. That's kind of a dangerous thing. I understand. I understand. Yes, sir. It's like people now, try to uh, give me su- supplements and medicines, and I'm like, Oh, give them yeah. to my oh. wife. If my wife gives them to me, I will take them. <laughs> I don't take uh, medicines from people who just give them. So. <laughs> okay, we got it. We got it. We got it. Mel, you got to get him a, a Clemson bow tie, man. I, I think that'll be that'll be pretty tight. <laughs> well, I think I think that's in his wardrobe, Dwayne. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Clemson, and for Christmas, I got a Clemson bow tie. Good. You know, good. I'm a Michigan nice. grad, so I wear a lot of maize and blue. Uh, I see. I see. Michigan. Okay. We, you know, God forgive. So it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. I've really enjoyed our conversation here at the bar. We don't hold you long. We give you good old strong 30, 40 minutes of uh, great content. And uh, you guys have provided that. And I'm very, very grateful for it. Um, but I will. Ask both of you uh, my quote-unquote bar signature questions, which are kind of fun questions that I like to throw on at the end of every episode. And uh, I'm actually pretty interested in hearing this. Uh, uh, and I'm going to start with you, Mel. Um, what kind of music do you listen to when nobody's around? <laughs> uh, I like college fight songs, and I like uh, country music. And I like Celtic music, Dwayne. Nice, nice. You know, Mel's okay, really I can into his Scottish roots. I got to tell you, so you'll see if you I come got over you. here to see his office. I can dig it. I can dig it. I got to. I got to swing by there one day. All right, you Rick, and you know, since you was at Tenth Prayers, you got to mention Shylin. So, what kind of music do you listen to? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was there when Shy came. You know, I know. So I, I go, know. I, 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 I kind of brought that out so everybody can hear that. <laughs> well, Shy, you know, when he first came there, he he had these great big dreads. It was great. It gave us so much cr- cultural cred as a church. We loved it, and we loved Shy. And then one day he shows up, and he's wearing a nice sweater and short hair. And I, I said to Phil Rikens, "Well, there goes all our cultural credibility." This is before he was a famous rapper. And I said, "What's going on?" And he says, "Come on, you know, you know, a girl and her parents are better believe it." <laughs> Fortunately, that one didn't work out. So he, he ended up being the rap uh, uh, celebrity that he is. And he's what a best thing about nice. Shy is his sweet, Christ loving soul. But, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I, I, I like classical music. I was, uh, and I like hymnody a lot. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I, I went to high, I graduated high school in 1978. So I do listen to a fair amount of really the highest form of popular music, which is 70s heavy metal. Okay. Okay. So, uh, which even you <laughs> know, like the all you, the young people yeah. today are they're listening to all the all our music, Pink Floyd, The Who, mm-hmm. Led mm-hmm. Zeppelin, etc. Uh, that enduring cultural achievement of the seventies heavy metal. 
Nice. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Culture achievement. I like it. All right, Mel, back to you. Um, what podcasts or sermons do you listen to? If I like any. to listen to, yeah, I like to listen to the Reformed Forum. I like to listen to Alpha and Omega Ministries podcast. I like to listen when I'm feeling, um, really feeling it, I like to listen to Paul Feinbaum, the legendary Oh, SEC come on, you do not. Troublemaker. Yeah, I oh, do. <laughs> You're just trying to load up ignorance and gross bias, right? <laughs> Well, it, I find him kind of entertaining. So uh, those are probably my three favorite ones. You know how much. And of course, I enjoy. I have enjoyed discovering you lately, Dwayne, and appreciate what you're doing, awesome. and and wish that more Christians would take advantage of the wonderful tools God has given to us to spread the gospel. Awesome, awesome. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. That's it. That's a pretty good list. I like it. And it's funny that you said that last part. Um, I just submitted a. My first blog, guys, my first blog to uh, uh, Reformation 21, uh, talking about podcasts and using the vehicle to, uh, you know, for devotion and, and to, to spread God's word. So hopefully they'll, they won't rip it up too bad or red mark it up too bad. So, Nick, if you're listening, please don't hurt me. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's my funny. first one. So I'm really, I'm really, well, really I'm nervous about, about it. You know. Uh, I'm so delighted you're writing on Rep 21, and uh, we're actually we've done a blog of our own recently. We're 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 starting to put out so or a uh, I mean a okay. podcast of our own. Uh, okay, but, uh, I, I have the privilege to write on Rep 21. Welcome to the team, Dwayne. Thank you, I sir. listen, of Thank course, you. to the TWTKA Michigan Man Roundtable every Monday. Oh, so, really? Uh, so I'm I'm slightly into my alma mater's athletics, but uh, okay, but. Okay. Uh, I, I listen to Reform Forum a lot. Sir, you know, for sermons, mm-hmm. I actually have a flash drive with the entire history of the Philadelphia Conference on Reform Theology on it. Mm-hmm. And I've been listening to sermons I heard when I was a new convert from Eric Alexander wow. and James Boyce and R.C. Sproul. And, you know, it's kind of funny how it's not just the great content, but for me, it's kind of like remembering who you are, you know, remembering mm-hmm. where you were when. And it's been a real blessing to listen to. For me, just the sound of James Boyce's voice just brings, just oh, yeah. kind of downloads his huge mm-hmm. impact on my life and my love for him and his love for me and his ministry of the word. So I love to hear the voice of James Boyce. Wow. Yeah. I always enjoy him when they put him on uh, RefNet any kind of rotation, man, that's, that thumb drive, man, that's, 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 that's priceless, man. That's a lot of great, great people really and great content. Wow. I wow, wow, wow. It. it was, Good mine stuff. was given to me cause I, you know, I run the conference, but, uh, right, it's, right, it's right. Incredible. <laughs> it's incredibly great stuff. I mean, there's okay. just so much stuff right. on there that's just incredibly great. So that's, uh, Oh, okay. I've been sitting in my car listening to, uh, I listen to a lot of audio books too while I drive, but, mm-hmm. uh, they actually have the institutes on audiobook now. On Audible, you can oh, find wow. Calvin's institutes for one credit. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Mel put me onto this, and I've been listening to the institutes while mm-hmm. I drive. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I got to check that out too. That's awesome. You know, Man. you're a real Calvinist when you're listening to Calvin's institutes in your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. That that is definitely uh, that's definitely uh, I guess you could say an earmark of a real Calvinist. For sure, for sure. 
Wow. Well, guys, uh, man, thank you again for your time and uh, and coming on and, and chopping it up with me. Um, definitely, uh, just just having this conversation, I, I gotta get get up to you guys more and 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 show my face and, and all of that because uh, I've been watching from afar and I definitely appreciate what you're doing and uh, especially with the conference bringing that kind of uh, quality to uh, the Greenville area which is a blessing. And I know a lot of people that stay in this area will appreciate it because, you know, you have to travel most times to get to a good uh, reform conference. And, um, and, and I want to thank you guys for that and putting that together. Um, in closing, um, I always like to give my guest, I guess, guest plural today, uh, the floor to uh, say anything you want to say, announce, shout out, inspire, whatever. And uh, Mel, I'll let you go first. And <clears throat> excuse me, Rick, you can just piggyback right off of him uh, when he's done. Well, you Wayne, again, thank you for the invite. Uh, we appreciate you. We look forward to getting to know you better down the road. And uh, let me just say again, if if you are in the area October 13th through 15th, here we stand, greenville.org forward slash register. The Friday, October 13th, we're doing a special luncheon for pastors and church leaders. This is separate from the conference. If you're thinking about getting into ministry, this is an opportunity to talk to three men who literally shape uh, pastors and ministry. And uh, this is also for pastors and for church leaders. So take advantage of this resource. Uh, get to know your friends at Second Perez. And I'll look forward to getting to know everybody better as well. Thanks, Dwayne. Uh, Dwayne, I, I just want to echo, too, it's just a joy to get to know you a little bit, and it's just a blessing to us to learn that God's using our ministry and the ministry of His Word, and um, I just praise the Lord for your obvious desire to serve Him and to, to have an influence, because we, we need to have zeal for the kingdom of Christ right now. And mm -hmm. uh, we have so many people who wear, you know, kind of the evangelical uniform and, and want to, but they're not being rightly taught. And uh, we have a great need of a reformation today. And so it's just inspiring to me for you to be involved in doing what you're doing. I praise the Lord for you. Awesome, sir. Yes, sir. It is definitely a need. And uh, I'm just I'm, I'm thankful uh, for the vehicle that God has given me. And um, and this has been exciting, man. Um, just coming into podcasting and 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 especially on this this platform and, and reformed and and, and being black, being African American, uh, all of those pay a fact, play a factor, and uh, I'm just grateful uh, that that people are actually listening, and, uh, and and grateful for 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 guys like you, man. That's been holding it down for for a good minute. Uh, so so that us, I guess you could say, new generation or young generation or whatever, uh, just just have someone to look to and know that that uh, somebody's teaching the Bible somewhere. So. Hats off to you guys as well. Make sure you guys come up to the conference, man. You got to come and check it out. Like I said, it's going to be awesome. Greenville area. Fall for Greenville. Don't worry about parking. Just come anyway because <laughs> they're going to block off their parking lot. So, you know, right. don't worry about that. <laughs> so we it's can great come. to have a downtown parking lot when you're at church. That's for sure. That's right. That is awesome. That is awesome for sure. For sure. So make sure you guys come check it out. Uh, and man, make sure you guys check out the bar every week. It's October. I'm so excited for what's coming for you guys. The rest of this month, 
And the next month, we got some really exciting things. Make sure you check our website out, thebarpodcast.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, allthebarpodcast.com, all the bar podcast. Um, like it, share it, subscribe. That's how we can impact it you guys share what we're doing if you guys uh suggest to someone uh to listen to the bar that's how this thing grow and i can't do it without y'all i appreciate y'all tuning in and we'll take you next time god bless What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there